Welcome back to the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, aka VVJ up in this bitch. Along along with Grab, aka Sir Reads a lot in this house. Yes, and I have been reading a lot recently, so there. Yes, he's always reading. He's actually reading right now as I'm talking. So anyway, like I was saying earlier previously on the podcast, um, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, um, I talk about a little bit of the Botswana trip, and that's part one of a three-part episode arc that we're doing here. So I guess I should just jump right into it <laughs> because this is a whole thing. <clears throat> All right, let me let me get a sip of something to drink here real quick. Okay. So I'll just pick up right where I left off. <laughs> um. Oh, oh or before I get into that, is there any like updates or anything you want to do or from like D&D? Oh, actually, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, we had a nice Memorial Day weekend on Saturday. We went to your uncle's family. Sunday. Oh, yeah, right. Sunday. Goodness. It's three-day weekend, so it's throwing me for a loop. Anyways, on Sunday, we went to your uncle's house where they were celebrating your Aunt Kathy's 60th birthday and your cousin Ryan's graduation from college. What degree did he ultimately get? I have no idea. I never asked. Anyways, so we had a, we had a nice time there. We busted out. What was the name of that game? Uh... Culture tags, that's what it was called. Yeah, which is basically there's a whole bunch of black and black adjacent acronyms, and you need to guess what they are. And these acronyms are like 30 letters long. What? I said you're like black and black adjacent. It's like for the culture. So if you are in the culture, you would know. Like white people can know that stuff. There was a white guy that knew stuff in there, so don't be acting like. And you knew a little bit of stuff. I knew the church stuff. That's true. That's not really... That's not a surprise and not really, like, anyways. But, no, it's definitely intended as a primarily black thing, which is fine. It, because well, like, yes, the people who created it are black, so yeah. yes. Because, but you got it in part because you enjoyed Black Card Revoked so much as a similar game in that sort of for-the-culture style. That's all I was saying. We did that, and then yesterday, um, which was Monday, actual Labor Day, the pool was open, but the guy didn't come back to clean it, so we were trying to rush um at my mom's house to get like it ready because there wasn't a whole bunch of people it was just like maybe like five people that came over we just mom just had like a small little cookout thing that she was already planning on doing and like we got it to the best of our abilities there was like a whole bunch of leaves and stuff in it so hopefully the guy comes back um he should be coming back because i usually clean it like every week um because we don't put like a cover or anything over it we we tried it and it was too much and we got annoyed and we're just like we're just gonna leave it be because he cleans it every week so there's no point of putting this little tarp that we used to have on it so um got to swim yesterday and i actually got a swim cap from dicks this is not sponsored but my hair got longer which i didn't account for and i was like oh it fit me last year because my mom lost all of our old swim stuff luckily i had a new swimsuit and uh graham had like a pair of my dad's old trunks but we found another pair here that he can wear but yeah <laughs> that that swim cap would not stay on for nothing i was like well i guess i'm about to try and find something else and i was watching the whole time because i was watching you like oh no don't oh no uh, uh, uh. i could see like because you were playing sort of volleyball volleyball without a net is basically throwing back and forth without throwing back actually using throwing actions between you and simone and every time because a couple of your dreads were kind of dangling excuse me a couple of your locks were kind of dangling out and it was like oh they're getting wet oh no 
Yeah, it was just like the variant, so it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go online and order a new Switch. I was like, let me just go on to Am- Amazon and see what they got. And there's like this black company. I was like, there's gotta be somebody that's come up with swim caps for like black hair or people with like super long hair, voluminous. And I just put in swim cap for it said dreadlocks, and I was like, whatever. And I was like, oh. The first thing that popped up was like the soul cap and I was this thing is is huge like I'll show it to you when after we're done but it it will hold all my hair and I got two different sizes I got an extra large and then I got a double x which that might be a little bit too big but I didn't know because when you order stuff online you never know so I can always return the other one um but this one definitely seems like it's it's actually going to hold all my hair very easily and actually have like more room in it and everything. So I'm pretty excited to wear it this weekend because it's supposed to be like 90 degrees plus this weekend. So it, the water's going to be nice and warm. And also the water was kind of cold yesterday. It was very cold. I mean, you could just when we got into it, but it was still was, was pretty, pretty cold. Yeah. So, but we all wanted to get in and we all had a nice little day yesterday. So that was like our little update that we've had so far. So, Okay, now, officially into the rest of my story. Well, part two, the actual meat. In Botswana. Okay. <laughs> so, land there, get situated in my hotel and everything. Um, luckily, my roommate was awake, so I didn't have to, like, disturb her. So, shout out to Rachel. She's a real one. She kept the room cold because our air condition was broken. I was like, no. <laughs> because as soon as we landed, I was like, pouring out in sweat so next day comes around we eat we're trying to get ready to go to the meet this is the day before the meet and we're or not trying to go to the meet um trying to get a pre-meet in and we, we eat and we're like oh we'll just go at like noon or something which probably was a bad idea at our point because it was like one of the hottest parts of the day but we we're like we don't want to go later we want to kind of chill out and whatever so we um asked like oh where's the shuttle like mind you i feel like like i said earlier everybody was like on island time they didn't have anything written out we just had to ask the people at the table because that's how they do it they just like um usually for these meets they have like a bulletin board of like here's where everything is here's where plyo and all that stuff is but it was just people and they just handwritten things out i think that they came across like people were asking and they're like oh you can just walk to the track Cause we were like, oh, there should be like a shuttle. And I went and they're like, oh, you can just walk. I was like, we can't walk because we have implements and I'm not dragging 55 pounds to the meat. And they go, okay, the bus will be here in like five minutes, which, okay, fine. Now we could have walked, but that would have been a hellacious walk. Like that thing would have been very long. It would have took us like 15 to 20 minutes to walk there, which to Graham doesn't seem like a lot because he's always like, oh, you can just walk there. I had 55 pounds to roll with me and I didn't have my like heavy duty wheel case because that's like an extra 10 pounds. And I didn't want to bring it. I just brought my smaller one, my Pelican case. So he's always like, oh, you can just walk it. We're like, no. And it was hot. I was like, I'm not walking anywhere. I would say I make fun of you for not walking primarily not when you're dragging stuff just in general because you refuse to walk places even when we're like let's go to montana i'm like the only thing to do out there is hike and explore the natural world and you're like "Eh." anyway so get to the meet i'm taking like pictures and stuff i will eventually have a youtube video up it's just been a very busy time (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm, I'll work on that. Just to try to do a lot of stuff. So, um, get there, take pictures, meet this nice man. Um, shoot. What? I forgot his name. I'm, uh, he was really nice. He was like a Australian man and he knew we were American. Cause he's like, Oh, because you're big. That's basically what everybody always said to us. Like, Oh, you're Americans because you're tall and big. I was like, there's some bigger people in Africa just because it doesn't mean anything. But not as a general population thing. General, uh, when you're working with generalities. Anyway, so, yeah. Met him. Um, there was, like, this ginormous bug that we were like, oh, it was on uh, Eric. <laughs> I just met him while we were there. Uh, he trains with Rachel, and he was going to find, like, a shop put, and he came back, and I was like, there's a bug on you. This thing was about this big. No lie. Like, look, look at my size of my hands that that big, like not a joke. And it's wingspan would have been like this because it had wings. And Rachel's like, oh, I'm just getting she goes, whoa. <laughs> and he's like, what? What? And that thing flew off. We're like, whoa, I have never seen a bug that huge in my life because <laughs> we were just talking about like, oh, we haven't seen any bugs. And then right on cue, there's just a high, giant bug. So get through our pre-meet. All that stuff, everything's going fine. Uh, I broke a broom because I was trying to sweep out the circle, get the the water out of it, and I snapped it, and I was like, I'll just leave this right here. <laughs> no one said anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to the hotel, get ready for the meet, eat, chill, whatever. The next day is the meet, and we're trying to figure out, basically, we asked them the night before, like, oh, where do we weigh in our stuff and everything, and they're like, Oh, it'll be in the first check-in tent when they drop you off. So we're like, okay, no big deal because we have to weigh in our stuff. And getting ready for the meet, it's already kind of a disaster for the simple fact that we, um, there's like a golf course right next to the hotel. And we didn't know we had to walk to the golf course to get to the shuttle because they didn't want to take the streets because it was crowded because this meet got sold out. So there was a lot of ton of people there. And not a big of a deal, but it was still hot. We had like, I had long sleeves on. I had all my, all stuff, all my, all black stuff on, which actually I was cooler, um, that day compared to like the meat day. I think it's cause it was more in the evening, but anyway, get to the meet and we see, um, another girl, she's competing and we were talking to her and she is like, when did y'all get here? We're like, oh, we just got here. And she's like, do you know where we're weighing our stuff? They were like, we're supposed to be weighing it right here. And it's like the little check-in tent where we get our numbers and bibs and stuff like that. And they go, Oh, that's in the such and such air. I forgot what they said, but we're like, it's supposed to be here. And we're like, okay, fine. Where is it? They go, Oh, just go straight down here. So this is where the adventure begins. We walk into the building in like this track area. And this is basically, they told us call room two. That's where they told us call room two. That's where we're going because all right. Side note within the story, Call rooms, you were basically a place where you sit and stay. They just keep you there to make sure you're there. So we were in call room one. That's where um, the outside where we get our bib numbers. That's where they said at the hotel that are um, where the weigh-ins would be in. So we get there and they're like, no, it's in call room two. We go to call room two. We walk in. I have to roll all of our stuff in there because... Uh, Rachel's like, are you going to leave your stuff here? I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm not leaving anything here. I don't know where I'm going to be going at. And I'm glad I did because get to call room two. And there was a little bit of a language barrier. 
Um, they're like, oh, that's on the opposite side of the stadium. We're like, what? <laughs> like, no one told us this. So we, like, this is where the walking starts. We walked, like, I feel like 10 miles. It, it was a, a whole thing because we had to walk through the crowd and I had my case and everything and the girl was like walking and weaving and I was like, I can't get through these people because they wouldn't move. So I had to basically try and force my way at this point and we walk all the way around to the other side and we get there and I was like, I'm not going anywhere else. This better be where the weigh-ins are. And we were all pretty like upset because it's been like 30 minutes at this point because we had to walk all the way over there. We had that little issue with the language barrier and they sent somebody with us and we get there and we're like, oh my God, where is the weigh-ins? Because we can't compete without the stuff being weighed in. And old girl was starting to get so mad. <laughs> we were just like, me and Rachel were just like, oh my God, like we were annoyed, but I was like, there's nothing we can do right now. We just have to wait. And they're like deciding like, oh no, you got to go back to the call room one. We're like, we were just there. And they said, we have to weigh them in here. We're like, we're not going anywhere else until we weigh them in. And I kid you not, this man pulls out a bathroom scale. I wish I would have got the picture from it because I would have posted it. Pulls out regular bathroom scale, not even like an electronic one. The little one with the little old school arm puts our shots on it. And I'm like, this is the way in. And at this point, I'm just like, these are going to be out there. when We get out there, right? They go, yes, yes. They'll all be out there. I was like, okay, I'd even weigh in my heavies. I said, screw that. Cause I'm not doing it. I was like, I'm using it for practice. They even care. I just pulled them out of my shop case and start throwing them. But that's, I'll get to that in a second. So, and we were just like, did we really just see them weigh with a bathroom scale? And I think at that moment, we're just like over it. And we're just like, whew, just going to breeze on by that. And like I was saying about the call room times, you have to be there within a certain minute or else you're scratched and you can't compete. So that means no money. We had five minutes to get across to the other side of the stadium or the very end of the corner to go get our numbers. And... <laughs> Amelia, there we go. I couldn't remember her name. Amelia just basically walked across the track, <laughs> did not give any types of shits. <laughs> and it was like, screw that. And she got yelled at. And she's like, I don't care. Me and Rachel proceed to walk all the way around. We finally get there. Like we had about a minute to spare before they were like getting like on call three. So we're sitting there, get our numbers and our bibs. And they're like, all right, we got to hurry up. It's like, hurry up to wait. Basically, they like hurried us up to the second room. And then at this point, they were behind like with at least three events. So they were behind on men's long jump, women's triple and us. So there was three people in this room just sitting there, like three events sitting there because men started like two hours or at least an hour before us. And they were behind and their whole story was they were just holding them and they were like, okay, we, you warmed up. We're going to hold you for 20 minutes. And they're like, no, <laughs> So that was because we found that out later because we were like, what was y'all experience like? Because this was ours. So we're sitting there waiting for at least like 40 minutes. Like we were so all supposed to already be starting. Then they like hurry up and rush us out. And we're just like, well, damn, you had us sitting here for so long. And now you're trying to hurry up and rush us. So we get out there and we're warming up. 
and they don't tell us anything like we have no clue like what the hell is going on and and we don't have any type of lines they just have like a i think an 18 or 20 little cone out there like that says 18 or 20 meters and just a sector so no lines no nothing and i was like okay it's gonna be one of these at this point i'm just like going with the flow because i was like this is what happens when you overseas you expect things to go wrong and we were all just like whatever and then they told us that we only had that first of they told us that we had 20 minutes and then we after that they were like okay you only get two throws to warm up we're like wait what so we just ignored that i think at that point and we were just warming up and then they're like okay uh are you guys all done we're like yeah sure whatever and they're like okay we're gonna do introductions so we line up and there's only like six or seven of us so it isn't like a whole bunch of people we're standing around for like 10 minutes in the sun and we're like what are we doing like we then we went to go sit down and they're like um they're gonna run this race um, and then we'll start. We're like, you know what? Screw the introductions. We don't want any introduction introductions. Can we just start? And she goes, uh, uh, okay. I forgot one part. One girl almost got hit. I feel like these people had no idea what the shot put was because one girl almost got hit standing and just in the middle of the sector while a girl was throwing, was not paying attention. It was not the girl in the that was throwing's fault. She came out as soon as she's about to throw it and almost hit her. You didn't tell me about that. That's... That's concerning. Yeah, like, these two girls were not paying attention, and we were like, I was just, you know, getting ready, and then I look up, and we're like, heads up, and then she throws, and not, luckily, she kind of backed out of it, and I was like, y'all gotta move. So, competition goes on, and it is a mess, because... All that stuff going on. We were standing out there. We we're exhausted at this point. Like, I think I had a heat stroke. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But our shot puts weren't out there yet. And luckily, I brought my heavy. So I'd only use the 4K for throwing, like, in the competition. And we're all like, where are our shot puts? We're like, hey, we need our shot puts. They brought, like, these brand new, like, glistening shot puts. And I'm like, nobody wants to use these. Like, they had not been thrown. They had, like, the glossy coat on them. I was like gonna be slipping out of your hands they finally grab our shot puts <laughs> we go competition i threw okay i got like fifth i think or like fourth and we were just like this was a disaster i didn't even go to like the little uh mix zone what they call it i just left <laughs> i went straight back to the hotel and we they were like okay um we'll take your shot puts and we'll and we'll grab, oh, this is another thing that I've never seen done before at one of these leagues, only in Diamond League. In Diamond League, they don't want you to have your phone, any type of electronics. They don't want you live streaming or taking pictures or anything. So they're like, um, please make sure you don't have your cell phones or any type of recording device. Uh, we'll take it from you. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, no. <laughs> Rachel was like, are you going to give? I was like, no, don't give them anything. You see how long it took us to get our shot puts? Like, to where we need to be and we didn't know where they were going to be at i was like don't give them anything and they came up to me i was like oh my coach has it in the stand they go oh okay i was like they don't know what i'm going to do i just put it right in my bag so with that being said they want to take our shot puts again and i was like okay no thank you i got it it's okay <laughs> and i was just so we were all just over it at that point and then we finally go back to the hotel walk back and we wait on the little van, head back to the hotel, and we all just talk about our experience at this meet. And 
we were all like, this was a disaster. They need to do better. Like the people were very accommodating. I can't blame the workers. It was just a poorly ran meet. But wasn't this like a new meet or something? Because this sounded like it was something that was being tried out for the first time. No, they've had people come there before. Like, they had this meet last year. They just didn't have women's shop, but they had men's hammer. But they've had this meet before, and it was a a disaster. Um, I don't know what their experience is like, but this is, like, an experience. I've had meets. Like, you got to be kind of go with the flow overseas because you never know what's going to happen. And especially in, like, like foreign countries like that, you just got to go with the flow. It's happened to me in China where we don't know where we're going. Um, at least the people spoke a little bit better English, but like, oh man, it was just a whole thing. And when I got back, like I said, to the hotel, I was just like chugging water and I just got really sick because <laughs> I was drinking so much water because I didn't drink as much as I thought I did because I hadn't peed that whole day. So I think I definitely had like heat stroke. <laughs> And I was just laying down. We were just laying there because it was so hot. We we're like, I... she's like, are you ready to go? Yeah, I was like, I'm not really hungry. Like, I was nauseous. And I just was like, I'm not going to eat anything. Luckily, now this was where the fun part came in. They threw a little party for us with the open bar. So we sat down there, had a nice little open bar, and had a few drinks. No one in our little group got drunk. Like we were all pretty smart about it. There were some people that were just made all the wrong decisions. Some guy was trying to hook up with these two girls, got robbed. And I was like, that's what your ass get. Yeah. That one was a little bit. Well, then again, like, why would you say that? Like, I wouldn't have said nothing. Like they got robbed for like four or 500 pounds or something like that. Yeah. That's yeah. So, that party was fun, and I went on the quest to find this little bucket hat that all the little workers had. And I was trying to buy it off the one guy. He's like, this isn't my hat. I was like, I'll give you $20. So I was putting feeders out, like, everywhere. I was like, what do I need to get this hat? Here's my room number. I want this hat. And there was a lady that worked for the people in the company. Um, we went to the casino a little bit. We I didn't gamble anything. They were like, you got to gamble, like, 2% of your winnings. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not. Two percent? That's such an odd something like or five percent, something they said. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm taking all my money. And there you have to like get the police to sign for like gambling. So they had to go to a police station in order to go into that casino. But we just went in to like see what it was. It wasn't like super special or anything. It was like not too bad. But yeah, like this hat, like I was trying to get this thing all day like i'm some woman that she was drunk was like oh yeah i know the people that work here 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 see uh, and kind of like that deal but the woman finally came through like towards the end of the night where i went up to my room got the uno got uno and we were playing uno just chilling for that night and the lady came by and i was like so where's my hat and she's like hold on i'll be right back came back with my little cool bucket hat. Once this episode goes live, I'll post what it looks like, but it is very awesome. I was like, yes, this is like one of the souvenirs I really wanted (laughs) because we didn't get to go anywhere. Like I got in so late and by the time the meet was over, we were flying out the next day. So everybody's like, oh, did you get to do it? I was like, no. The only place I really got to go to and buy stuff was at like at the mall. And we went and saw this lady that made handmade jewelry and stuff. So that was, that was kind of neat, but oh man, this, that meat was, we, we let them have it. They're like, yeah, be, be really honest. We want to make this an improvement. And we were, I think everybody agreed. 
everybody was very hopeful they tried but just the meat itself was just they need to get things ironed out with that like everybody was so friendly like once we landed everybody was friendly but the meat itself they just need to do a little bit better by like they could have had the weigh-ins and the call room especially if it was just a bathroom scale <laughs> i told larry that and he goes jesus <laughs> it's like i wish i would have took a picture of it but it was just so freaking hilarious Oh man, that was that. I'm, I'm gonna stop there because coming back, it, it wasn't as bad um, going out there, but it was another adventure. So that is my meat story and like just my whole time there in general. I did have a fun time. The food was great. Um, didn't get sick, so you always prepare for that. I'm always prepared, but I told Graham if I'm on this story, she goes, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> You just gotta gotta go with the flow with stuff like that because you you never know. So I I won some money, so I was happy about that because I was like, oh, I thought just top three get it. They go, oh no, it's like first. I think everybody got a little bit. It just trickles down, and I was like, oh snap, I made a little money. I was like, bet <laughs> I came didn't have to spend any of my own money, so I'll take that. So that 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 was part two. <laughs> part three will be next week on the way back, and and that'll wrap up this series. Am I a good storyteller? Yes, you are. The problem is, is it's hard for me to interject anything because you are such a good storyteller. Oh, I thank you. But yes, that was... Oh, man. If I get a chance to go back, I definitely am going to do like a safari. I'm going to book it like before I go out there. So I was a newbie. I had no clue. But also I was very tired after being on a plane for like 16 hours. So. Yeah, that'll that'll take it out of you. So, I know we've been slacking on the movies, but that's just because we've been really busy. And it's like summertime and the pool's open. But I think we're going to watch Airplane probably this weekend because I haven't seen it yet. And it's a movie actually Graham likes. So, I know we were trying to go see Little Mermaid, but I think uh, Whitney and my mom are going to like a little family reunion thing. And they're going to get their hair done at some point this weekend. So, Airplane is a bizarre classic it's so weird how funny that movie is and but also how much of its time it is but it's still hilarious i'm sure we'll run into some stuff this i'm waiting for the jive talking scene i'm going to want to see how felice response to that we'll get back on our movie grind we'll, we'll get back into our flow if you will but i i really want to get these stories out from botswana because everybody's asked like what was it like like it was hot <clears throat> i was burning up but i'm glad i actually got to visit the continent of africa the country of Botswana. Yep. They are very nice people there. And I took, uh, well, I didn't take any of their money. We had to get, uh, like, I brought American cash because I thought I could exchange it in the airport. And apparently I couldn't for some reason. So I just used, like, an ATM overseas. And USAA is very good with, like, protecting your money. <laughs> like, they upgraded their stuff to where I don't even have to tell them that I'm going out of the country now, which is kind of nice. And I will say... That hotel, like, for a resort that was there, everything was super cheap. Like, the most expensive part would be, of course, the plane ticket, which is about, like, two grand. But that hotel was, like, under $100 a night, which is crazy. It really is. I was all like, hey, let's see if we can find some jobs in Botswana. You can start coaching over there. But, yeah, like, because um, the lady was, um, we went to, like, a... 
the mall, but they were setting up, um, a woman was setting up like her handmade jewelers, I think with her daughter as well. And, uh, we asked, Oh, can we do American doll? She goes, uh, it doesn't really transfer. I was like, we're like, Oh, okay. There's an ATM right there. And we were doing the math and I was like, so all this stuff that I just bought was like $80 and like to her, it probably, she wanted to make sure, you know, try to cut us a deal and stuff like that. She's like, Oh, this isn't too much. I was like, no, I'm going to add on more now that I found out it was like super cheap. Like I took out money and it was like $80 equivalent. Like it was so cheap. Um, because I did not want to get in that trap in the Johannesburg airport where it was basically a giant freaking mall that they make you walk to the gates because all that shit was going to be an arm and a leg. I was like, I want to get it from a real African that she made it. And that's what I want. I don't want to go to like the mall slash airport where they jack up the price. Cause they know you can't leave now. We got you. Gotcha, bitch. Can't do that. So I think I made the right decision. And of course they had some pretty cool stuff, but I was like, I'm not spending probably like two or $300. And first of all, then I got to bring it on the plane. So that, that was my time there in Botswana. Like I said, these trips are very short, not long at all. But again, if you are from Botswana and listening to the podcast and you have a job position available for a coach or an expert in the English language, um, we are available. I don't think they want me for the English language. <laughs> They're, that's their national language though, technically. I guess technically, but. Yeah, I think all of their like governmental documents are. I, I'm not sure. I think they're probably bilingually English to Swan, but I don't know. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of businesses in the world, and English is currently the lingua franca, so yeah, it makes sense to me. So hire me, some random person in Botswana. Oh my God, Graham! It is that time for Graham I D K. Are you ready? That's too damn bad. You ready for your? <laughs> I don't give you a chance to speak. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Okay. Your, this week's word is Riz. R-I-Z-Z. Riz. All right. Riz. All right. Can't be an acronym as much as I want to make it into an acronym. Um, what is that? I'm going to guess it's some sort of derivation of ritz as in the ritzy expensive stuff no um riz. i assume it's not a reference to like a musician or something no you have one more opportunity before i tell you um retired indian zebra zoology this is not culture tagged and eh, you're wrong. Riz, you ready for the <laughs> Another word for spitting game slash how good you are pulling up on sustaining bitches. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not as bad as uh <laughs> what was the word? Uh <laughs> what was what was the word where it's like dumb bitches? <laughs> I don't remember what it was because I do remember it was useless because it was just oh, a period. period. Like, <laughs> we're dumb bitches. <laughs> oh, but I'll go ahead. <laughs> I think that'll be forever my favorite. 
<laughs> dictionary, uh, Urban Dictionary um, write-up. Okay, person one, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. A little winky, smiling face. Person watching from afar. Damn, that nigga guy has no riz. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bro got no riz. March 30th, 1st. 2022. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like? It? No, I don't. <laughs> so yes, thank you for listening uh, to part two of the three-part series. Follow us on all the social medias: uh, Twitter, Instagram, DYT Pod. My personal account: Fifi underscore J two four seven. Instagram and Twitter: Graham Mildrum on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, send us some mail. We really want to do a mail episode so please send us some we we need at least to have five questions to justify doing like an email episode or questions episode so send us your questions at damn your tall pod at gmail.com and yeah uh if you haven't listened to this i probably should have said this up top you might want to listen to last week's episode first um to get the whole story of this so we'll be back next week with part three Graham, anything you else you want to say while we finish off here? Beyond repeating for the third time, I call for a job in Botswana. No. Oh, my God. Anyway, catch you guys on the next one. Okay, bye.